This podcast is designed to provide helpful information on the subjects discussed and should not be used to diagnose or treat any medical condition. For diagnosis or treatment of any medical problem, consult your own licensed physician or healthcare provider. Welcome to Prostate Cancer Aware. I'm Jonathan Chance, and on this episode, I have a very special guest that will be talking about the different types of radiation therapy for the treatment of prostate cancer. This is some very important information you do not want to miss, because as a prostate cancer survivor, I know what it's like to have a doctor sit you down and give you treatment options, and unless you understand what the doctor is talking about, the information they are giving you can be quite confusing. I was lucky. My doctor made the information easy to understand. That is why I'm doing this podcast, in order to give you the information you need in simple, easy-to-understand terms so that you can make informed decisions like I did when it comes to your health. So thank you for listening to this episode. Tell your friends about this podcast, and don't forget to subscribe to Prostate Cancer Aware. Now, I'd like to introduce my very special guest, Dr. Peter Orio who is the Vice Chair of Network Operations at the Dana-Farber Brigham Cancer Center Department of Radiation Oncology. He is also the Director of Prostate Brachytherapy and an Associate Professor at the Harvard Medical School. Dr. Oreo, welcome to Prostate Cancer Aware. Thank you, Jonathan. It's great to be here. Well, it's our honor to have you on the show today. And I just want to start by talking about radiation therapy. If you could, tell us about the various forms of radiation therapy a doctor may suggest to a patient for the treatment of prostate cancer. You know, when I discuss uh, various forms of radiation with patients, I tell them radiation can be delivered from the outside in or from the inside out. You know, when we treat from the outside in, we use very special machinery that creates high-energy radiation beams that go through the body to deposit radiation into the prostate and areas even around the prostate. And this is known as external beam radiation therapy. It can be done with photons or protons, and we use all kinds of different technology called IMRT, image guide radiation, SBRT, which is stereotactic body radiation. And it basically allows the radiation to get from the machine through the body to the prostate. And it takes between five to 44 daily treatments to get this done, you know, depending on the treatment utilized. When we treat from the inside out, this is called brachytherapy. You know, basically what that is, is we put radiation seeds or radiation catheters directly into the prostate to provide radiation right where the cancer is to eradicate that cancer and help cure patients. And this allows us to give higher doses of radiation as we don't have to worry about the radiation passing through the body's normal healthy tissue as it makes its way to the prostate. You know, so when we treat from the inside out with brachytherapy, this can be done in one or two treatments, depending if we use seeds or catheters. Dr. Oreo, what are some of the advantages and if there are any disadvantages with the different types of radiation treatments for prostate cancer? Well, you know, in life, there are no free lunches, and this applies to the treatment of prostate cancer as well. You know, each treatment is associated with different side effect profiles, and in different phases of our lives, different side effects may or may be more meaningful or less meaningful. So oftentimes, a physician recommends the treatment that's going to minimize the side effects, which are most important to the patient sitting before us, trying to provide, you know, personalized medicine. 
And so as a patient, um, you know, you must ensure you tell your provider what's most important to you in choosing a treatment that you opt to receive. You know, for example, if you want to preserve erections and that's the most important thing to you, then brachytherapy becomes a preferred treatment choice as it has the highest rates of preserving erections after treatment, you know, much more so than surgery. And, but, you know, with both surgery and brachytherapy, oftentimes strong anesthesia needs to be uh, provided to the patient. And if it's necessary and the patient isn't healthy enough for anesthesia, then we have to pivot to other treatment options. Uh, this can include external beam radiation therapy, which might be a little less convenient, but becomes a better treatment strategy towards curing that patient's cancer. And, you know, we also know that, unfortunately, surgery is associated with greater incidence of urinary leakage, because if you will, the plumbing has changed when the prostate's removed, whereas radiation doesn't alter the way God made us. And when you're comparing, say, brachytherapy to external beam radiation therapy, brachytherapy can provide a higher dose of radiation within the prostate to kill the cancer than can be achieved with external beam radiation therapy, which is beneficial when patients have higher volume cancer within the prostate itself. I keep hearing the term targeted radiation. Tell us about that and what it exactly it is. Well, targeted radiation, it's just basically how we're trying to deliver radiation to the tumor or to an organ, in this case, prostate cancer. So there's different ways to do that. Um, essentially, you want to make sure you give as much radiation as possible to the cancer while minimizing dose to normal healthy tissues. It can be done in different ways. If we use external beam radiation, we call it image-guided. Uh, what we do is we put these markers in the prostate, if you will, like little GPS systems so that you know where the prostate is every day because the prostate actually can move you know, one to two centimeters really in any direction. And so you have to know where it is. Um, another way to provide very targeted radiation, and my preferred choice, is using brachytherapy. Because if you put the radiation, the radiation seeds directly into the prostate, as the prostate moves, the radiation seeds in the prostate move with the prostate, so you're still giving ex excellent dose, and you don't have to worry about things that are going to move the prostate, say, outside of a radiation field. And so that's really called, you know, sort of targeted therapies that, you know, we're thinking of. Another way of thinking of targeted therapies is just, you know, treating just pieces of the prostate. But the issue with that, it's really in that it's infancy. Because when we treat prostate cancer with surgery or radiation or brachytherapy, we're really treating the entire prostate. Because prostate cancer is typically multifocal. You know, what that means is even though you might have some cancer on a biopsy on the right side and maybe a little on the left side, the reality is this could be other cancer in the prostate just which escapes detection when you do a biopsy. And so it's still pretty standard fear to treat the entire prostate, but using techniques which allow us to give as much radiation dose to the prostate itself without missing it. As a prostate cancer survivor, I know in order to determine if a man has prostate cancer, a doctor will do a biopsy and then wait for the results of the pathology report. How does the pathology report influence the radiation treatments, and are all the pathology reports after a biopsy the same? That's a good question. You know, pathology helps a physician really re-stratify how aggressive the prostate cancer is and, you know, basically how it's predicted to act. And this really helps inform which treatment is most appropriate for the patient. You know, biopsies allow us to identify what's called a Gleason score, or basically it's a way of telling how aggressive the cancer appears under the microscope. You know, prostate cancer is a spectrum of disease that can be diagnosed in a very low risk setting where sometimes you don't need to even treat the cancer, or you can push the treatments out into the future. It's a very high risk disease where you have to do more than one treatment modality. 
typically external beam, brachytherapy, hormone therapy together in order to, you know, cure the cancer. You know, when we talk about prostate brachytherapy, it's, you know, it's one of the most effective treatments for prostate cancer across multiple risk stratifications because brachytherapy can be used alone in low and intermediate risk cancer, but in combination with external beam radiation therapy in higher risk disease because we have randomized trials where patients were put in different groups by a flip of a coin and those who are offered a brachytherapy boost have a significant improvement in biochemical control. And that's what the pathology helps us do. It helps us stratify and helps us inform, you know, what treatment should we be offering these patients? Because more is not necessarily better, but you don't want to shortchange a patient by not providing enough. If a man is diagnosed with prostate cancer and their doctor recommends radiation therapy, what questions should they ask their doctor about radiation therapy? You know, it's funny. So growing up, my grandfather was a sergeant major in the U.S. Army. would always tell my sister and I, knowledge is power. And this, is, this is critical because in all aspects of life, but especially in healthcare, knowledge really is power. And it's imperative the patients ensure that they have the knowledge and power to make informed decisions regarding their individual care because they really have to seek the opinions of you know, radiation oncologists and urologists who are specialized in all areas of prostate cancer, including prostate brachytherapy, because if they don't, they may be just told of one thing that that physician does, not everything, because not all physicians can do, you know, say, brachytherapy. And so what they really should be asking is, you know, what are the side effects? What kind of technologies are you utilizing? What are your control rates? How many have you done? Um, what do you think my predicted outcome is going to be? And can you really help me compare and contrast the different modalities of radiation? And for my stage of disease, what, you know, what is the best? Because when we know, well, we know when you have higher grade cancer or more bulky cancer, dose matters when it comes to radiation. You have to get a lot of dose in there to kill the cancer. And sometimes the only way you can really get all that dose that you need is actually treating from the inside out, if you will. Again, putting the radiation seeds or radiation catheters directly where the cancer is within the prostate itself. Dr. Oreo, I can't thank you enough for doing this interview with me. You've provided us with some very important information that will help make men aware of radiation therapy for the treatment of prostate cancer. Thank you again for taking the time to talk with me. Now, Jonathan, it's been my pleasure, and I hope uh, our interview is going to help some men uh, make good decisions and I wish you the best, and I wish all the patients who are listening the best as well. You've been listening to Prostate Cancer Aware with my very special guest, Dr. Peter Orio, who is the Vice Chair of Network Operations at the Dana-Farber Brigham Cancer Center Department of Radiation Oncology. I want to thank everyone for tuning into this episode of Prostate Cancer Aware, and please don't forget to subscribe to my podcast in order to help us raise as much awareness as possible about prostate cancer, the PSA test, and men's health. Now, if you'd like more information about prostate cancer, men's health, or my new book, Unaware, which is about my battle with prostate cancer, visit our website at www.iknowmypsa.org. I'm Jonathan Chance. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, stay aware and stay healthy. This podcast is designed to provide helpful information on the subjects discussed and should not be used to diagnose or treat any medical condition. For diagnosis or treatment of any medical problem, consult your own licensed physician or healthcare provider.